Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to episode 170. <laughs> you gotta redo that. The, uh, the less than ruins of Nick's living room. Because as I see, Nick, you survived the wrath of the hurricane. Just barely. You know, Bruce, we, we had this talk after the last show about um, if, if Nick survived this hurricane and all his stuff was intact, like he would be so smug, it would be unlivable. It's absolutely true. For the last half hour, he's done nothing but talk about how awesome he is, and everything he touches turns to gold. Literally, that's almost exactly what he just finished talking about. All you I'm just saying, out of Florida, wasted all that gas and money. Damn right. Y'all went to the store and got water? We didn't get water. We had water. I am sorry. I almost felt bad after last show, after all the bad things I said about it. You know yes. what? Just because it was 90 degrees... Just because it was 90 degrees and I didn't have electricity for five days, that's nothing. Yeah. So, welcome back, Nick. We, we are glad you're okay. Um, <laughs> I almost died, guys. I almost died. This is After Lodge Harlan, um, joined by Worshipful Producer Bruce. Good evening, gentlemen. And our pal Cartman, Jeff. Hey, everybody. And, uh, of course, Nick, because everybody was waiting to make sure you were alive. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, whether they're disappointed by that outcome or not, I'm... Jeff, I'm not... Jeff was not. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah, he'll be fine. He can swim. <laughs> With the fishes. <laughs> so, oh. Uh, we're, so we're back. Um, it's been it's been a couple weeks. Uh, I... I was down last week with the crud that's going, I thought, all over our city, and judging from my conversations with Nick earlier, it's, like, all over the country. Um, kind of put me down, about lost my voice. 
I'm up moving around now, but my lungs are all crackling and whatnot. So I may have this walking pneumonia thing. That's that's fun. Mm. Uh, but I can talk, so so I'm back. You'll just have to listen to me breathe heavily. Um, speaking of breathing heavily, uh, Worshipful Producer Bruce, your local computer repair guy, <laughs> you guys thought he was a mailman, um, is breathing quite heavily as well. So here's the thing. I was cleaning my computer earlier, and uh, I was cleaning specifically uh, the, the heat sink on top of my um, CPU, and I broke the fan that is attached to the top of that heat sink. So it, it, at any point during the show, my computer may overheat and shut down. So, you know, if, if, if that happens, then uh, it's, that's, that's why I suddenly disappeared. Tough. Well, that or... Uh... Matter his girlfriend walked in on him talking to us uh, because you told her that you were doing something else. Sadly, anyway. she would probably want to join me on the show. Oh, well, that would be great. I, I, I hate to say she like she even listens now. So, oh god, she Bruce, listens? what did you do? Why? We weren't told I, I, this. I, I, yeah. I, Although I just I got accosted by my wife because I didn't send her the link. So. I had to send her the link, so oh, goodness. now she's watching. Now they're going to like start an OES chapter or something. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have the Family Madness episode all over again. Oh my god, what? guys. They should totally do like an After Eastern Star yes. podcast. Actually, <laughs> did you know the Shrine has their own podcast? Yes. So does the Scottish Rite and... Uh... Yeah, but the Shrine... <clears throat> So, you know, we, we started this show, and then it seemed like within six months, like, every Masonic entity I've ever heard of started doing a show. Because <laughs> um, it used innovators. to be, before we did this, it was just the, the old mainstays, right? Like, uh, Ex Oriente, and I think I think the Winding Stairs was around back then. From, from whence came you? Uh, whence came you? Um, no, the Winding Stairs, I don't think. I think whence came you was. I, I don't know. I don't keep, like, a timeline. And maybe it's just my perception, but I like to think one, that uh, we were like... Setting Mall, maybe? The Setting Mall came before us. I had never heard of them until we started doing the show, and then everybody was like, you guys are just like them. They were awesome. <laughs> I was like, who was them? What, what, what podcast? Hey, there were some guys... people that thought we were like the same guys or that we knew them, and we, we had no clue. <laughs> Do you guys ever get noticed in public? Yes, that happens now uh, a lot more frequently than it used to. Um, it's never like I'm walking by and people recognize me because most of our listeners listen to the podcast. They don't watch this. Uh, but I'll be in, in just random Masonic circles and eventually, you know, Harlan's not exactly a common name. So mm. they start putting two and two together real quick. And then there's like the, there's either the, oh my God, or the, oh my God. moment. <laughs> and, they're like, oh, or oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's much like that. Um. But it's it's kind of fun to be internet famous, and other times it's not. So, uh, I think the novelty wore off a couple years ago. So now it's that's just a thing. No, I can tell you the exact second the novelty wore off. That would be when a member of the Pennsylvania Grand Lodge showed up at our lodge unannounced oh, yes. to all of us. Yes, we freaked out. Randomly. Wasn't that fair? Was that fairly early on? No, this was this was uh, about, about a year, a year or so. Yeah, 
but no, there was a guy. It was after you kind of backed off on Pennsylvania a little bit, though. Yeah, no, just a completely random guy, and then he shows (laughs) up and he's got like his Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania get up on. Oh wow! We were like, uh oh. (laughs) I mean, our lodge is like. I think he was even asking for Harlan specifically. Oh my gosh! Our lodge is out in the middle of nowhere. Like, people from the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania don't just find themselves here. Um. Although this guy actually did. He was here for a conference, of all things. He just happened uh, like to look work up. Work-related and wanted to visit a lodge. Yeah. 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 But like we didn't know that. coincidence of all time. We had no idea. We started freaking out. We're, like, running to the back, like, hiding in the chamber reflection. Like, oh, my God, what do we do? What do we do? And, and, it, then... and, it, and it happened to be on, like, the one night where uh, Jason, our third, wasn't there that night for whatever yes. reason. So, so, of course, we all thought he had, like, set us up and run away. He took the plea deal. <laughs> I'm out of here. Then it turns out this guy didn't even know what a podcast was, let alone who we were. And uh, yeah, that was. So you guys are on the radio. Introduce him to After Lodge, then. What? Did you introduce him to After Lodge? Well, we introduced him in like full form, though, not the podcast. Like he hung around After Lodge with us. Yeah, yeah, that happened. Um, but th- those were back in the days when we did After Lodge. Actually, After Lodge, we could have random people on. I kind of miss those days sometimes. Yeah, um, I don't so much. It started cutting into our, you know, actual after lodge time. That's true. Because there's a lot of stuff we talk about and and carry on with after lodge that we would never actually do on the show. Like we just allude <laughs> to it, but we don't demonstrate. Yeah, uh, mostly because our wives listen, but um, also just because sometimes it's not, you know, publicly appropriate. Yeah. Uh, Especially when Preacher Man, you know, gets into some of his his uh, neo cultist doctrines, so that's fun. Yeah, the reason uh, I asked was I was at a Florida Lodge of Research, I think. Yeah, and someone mentioned uh, some podcast, or someone mentioned something, and he goes, and I said, "Oh, where'd you hear that?" And he's like, "Oh, a podcast." I said, "Oh, which one?" And he's like, "After Lodge," and I go, "And you're like, you're damn right." And I just like look at him like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, you could tell, dude, it was just like, it was like a movie. His eyes go, oh, you're, and I'm like, no, no, oh, never heard of him. No, other Nick. I'm not even a Freemason, really. I'm just here. <laughs> just checking it out, seeing what's happening. Yeah. What's a Mason? Well, everyone around here figured us out after the whole Grand Lodge fiasco and given enough time. So... Mm. Uh, there was a time when I could sit at the Scottish Rite Temple, like at a table with two guys talking about this podcast, and they had no clue that the Harlan sitting at the table with them was the Harlan from this show. That's so good. Um, that was in our anonymous days, you know, before we were blown open. And so I like to think we were doing a good job with our anonymity. Um, I, I, I think my favorite anonymity related thing we've ever done is that one time we did a Reddit meetup from people in the local oh, area. Yeah. And we met several, what do we have, seven, I think, total over the course mm-hmm. of the night. And I, that, that was, uh, I, Jeff, was that where we met you for the first time? Yep. That's uh, how Jeff came in. Uh, yeah, Jeff, Jeff, was, <laughs> Jeff was one just of them. And, and it, was, it was just so cool to find Hang that around. many random people who not only listened, but were also on the subreddit and also read the post about the meetup. And uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty awesome. No, that was, uh, that was a good night. Uh, 
speaking of good nights as well, uh, we recently did our, our Widows and Past Masters dinner that we do every year. Nice. How'd that go? Um, my daughter really messed with Bruce pretty hard, and it was quite amusing. Uh, we... So, like, literally one minute before the meeting, she, walk up, she walked up and just kind of took my gavel. And so here's the thing. We have, like, three gavels in my stand. Just happened to it one time. One of them's traveling, the other one's... So basically two of them are decorative, and one's the one that's, like, mine. She took the one that was mine, and she would not trade it for anything in the world. I offered her everything up on that podium to get my gavel back, and she, she would not do it. <laughs> And eventually, I guess eventually Harlan had to come and. and oh, her. I did. I just let you squirm for. Because I could not be the one to break her heart. No, she was starting to do the pouty face and the the like glossy eye thing, and all these old ladies sitting around like staring at Bruce, like how yes. dare you? Everybody's getting mad at me, and I'm like, what, 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 what am I supposed what is, to do? But it's my gavel. Right. I was just, I was just letting them squirm for a minute, and then, uh, <laughs> then I, I went and got her, but. Uh, now that that evening, that evening went quite well. We had uh, some of our old standbys showed up, and uh, we had a a sixty year member who didn't show up. So I started freaking out that like he's in terrible health or something. Turns out, nah, he just had something else he was doing. Like, how do you not yeah. show up to get a sixty year pin? Not a, not waited a big sixty deal. years. Sixty year pin, just you know, I was I was bowling that night. Because yeah. honestly, how many <laughs> degrees? How many? He's listened to. Like four million sets of minutes. You think he's gonna come to lodge? He's gonna be like, you know what? He's he's, he's so burned out. It's not worth sitting for one more meeting to get that. Even pin. just to even get the pin, he's like, you know what? It's it's. I can't do it, honey. I I won't do it. He's like, but you got to get the pin, honey. I have six hundred pins. I don't need another one. In sixty years, that's pathetic. <laughs> I've got 600 in like a decade. That's yeah. He he was clearly not doing enough pin collecting. Maybe that's what it was. He has a pin quilt, and he he stopped coming to lodge once he filled it up completely, and now he can't he can't get if he gets one more pin, he has nothing to do with it. <laughs> that would make sense. So now he's like dodging us like the process agents. <laughs> like our our chaplain's been hunting him down, and then he like knocks on his door, and you hear the back door slam shut, and somebody hop a fence. And uh, yeah, it's been like that. Uh, so that that's that's good fun. But otherwise, uh, you know, Bruce, you were freaking out a little bit on me, but uh, you know, it went fine. Went uh, just fine. Uh, well, you know, it's we 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 have one of our venerable old guys um, who who does a, a presentation every year. Yeah. Uh, and he wasn't going to do it this year, and I was kind of at a loss for what to do because like he's just he's irreplaceable. There's nothing. Yep. That I could have done that could have come close to to filling in what he did, but well, Tony is kind of in the last. Him. Tony stood has stood in for him what two years or just one? Yeah, no, I did it a couple years. They like alternate now. But uh, he ended up doing it this year, which was awesome. I think right. I, honestly, I think he did it as a favor to me because he he owes me a favor because he's the reason I'm there when I did not want to be there. So Nick, uh, to to express why that's important. Um, to have that particular guy do it is our lodge is is still a baby lodge. It's only like forty years old. Let's see, uh -huh. 40, 43 years old, and that means that we still have charter members who are alive who actually know all of the past masters and can talk about them because they know them. 
our charter master is still alive. He's actually also the first mayor of our town, like at the same time. <laughs> and uh, he he didn't show up to this thing, but he's normally there. Mm. Uh, so it, it's a really unique thing to to be able to have this dinner at your lodge and still have like you know your first master there. Yeah. Um, there's some other lodges that can do that. I think number four, like their first master, is still alive. That guy is like a bazillion years old. Mm. He's he's not the literal guy. There's just this one guy there that's like got to be the oldest guy I've I've ever met. You think uh, you think uh, jo- the lodge that, that Josh assisted in did a uh, past masters night this year? <laughs> <laughs> the one that just got chartered, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'll have to ask him. Um, right now, I don't have Pass any Masters questions. Of Josh, night, one of each. Other than, and I didn't think about that I wanted to do this until it was too late and we're already on the show. There's got to be a way to like play a YouTube video. Yeah. Anyway, so Just bring it up on your phone. Hold it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I I need to preserve the audio for. And the, the audio is everything, but I'll I'll just describe what happens. Just, just put the link. So the so sorry. So you could play it on your phone, so we could talk about it, and then when you go to edit it, just cut that part out and put in the real. And it'll it, it work just as it. well if I talk about it. I may stick the link up in the show notes. Um, but stick the link in your show notes. It's <laughs> yeah. Ayo. So, um, we recently bankrupted our social club. No uh, way. To to take care of a job oh. that our lodges needed doing forever, like we we have these huge projects where our building was kind of poorly constructed, and there's a lot of work still to be done. One of those things was our parking lot. Our parking mm-hmm. lot was so bad that like it, it was getting dangerous. We had one it of our widows, one of our widows, literally broke her hip in the parking lot a few years ago. I mean, did it's, she sue? Uh, she did not. Anyway. Yeah, she passed uh, about a year ago or so, but it, this this parking lot was just awful. Like, there's like like large plants growing in it, just giant holes. Cause our our lodge is built in what used to be swampland anyway, and there's big drainage issues, so water just kind of sits and eats away your pavement. Mm-hmm. And we we haven't tackled it yet because we had to put a new roof on the place and then we had to take care of a bunch of internal stuff that was going wrong and our social club only takes in like so much money like we talk about these big fairs that we do but we give most of that away so it takes a while to build up some money so we we finally had also, just that's enough. kind of like really our only source of income yes well in the breakfast because god knows dudes ain't covering anything they're I said a, what I said. asset so we um so once we got enough money and found a, a guy to do it, like we just basically spent most everything we had to get this done. Mm. So um, we we got a new parking lot. I was just over there this evening, Bruce. I, I slid on it with my with my shoes. It's it's all slick and nice. You leave one fucking mark in that parking lot. <laughs> oh, I already see Bruce. like the turnaround oh, time marks from the garbage truck, dude. Like the garbage uh, truck. I was only joking about that. They went in there on our soft pavement. There's like nice nice garbage truck sized turnaround marks. Anyway, we um, well, one of the things that, that we have done recently as well uh, is we built a shed. Uh, we talked about the storage shed on the show before. It's the one that uh, blew over because it was just like the, the frame. And then we've got uh, 
we've got uh, Ricardo who came over like you dumbasses and then just like put it up himself and did it right. And we've got like these pictures <laughs> posted of him like with a nail gun over his shoulder, like standing on top of it all proud. This, like, this guy has, has almost literally built a lodge. He built all the furniture <laughs> for another lodge. He built our entire shed pretty much by himself. This guy's a hmm. master carpenter. He didn't build the, the skeleton that fell and down, though. That was than any of us. No, 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 no. no. That was but some he, of the other guys. Fixed that. He showed up and just picked up the pieces and put it together right. Well, one of the problems was we had built it, like, sitting on the parking lot, and that's not going to work when you're trying to pave a parking lot. And we had intended to move it anyway. It just never got done. So these guys were supposed to go get one of those, like, jack lift devices with, and, and, you know, roll it over to where it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, well, mm-hmm. I it's a pretty big shed, Harlan. Make, make, make sure you impart that it's not like a tiny little, like it just holds one little lawnmower. It's, oh, no, uh, this is a, no, it's like 15 feet. foot by 15 foot yeah, by 10 foot. It's, it's big. I think it's yeah. more than 12 by 12, and it's very tall because we wanted almost two stories worth of shelving. So you have to have like a ladder. Plastic. Yeah. So I'm expecting to see this, and then this video shows up in our Lodge Slack channel. And it's one of the guys who's also the, the VP of our big Masonic Charities operations in a pickup truck uh, with some ratchet straps tied around this building uh-huh. to the back of the pickup truck. And I'm thinking as I'm watching this video, I, I'm horrified. Like, there goes our shed again. Yeah. And he just hits the gas and, like, burns rubber and drags this shed over into the gravel. Like... And, and and the whole time this shed stood like just perfect, and and then I got over there. So I went over there the other day just to like see if it wobbles or anything, because there's no way you could just move a building like that. Mm. Nope, it's still rock solid. Like that guy is a Ooh. that guy's a champ. Like the guy that built the shed, right? <laughs> Cardo is is the man. Um, but the, these idiots, and then Josh is in in like the background just cracking up. I'm like it's moved, giggling. Yeah. Uh, my brother was in that video. So have you, uh, have you seen the video, Nick? Uh oh. I'm gonna share it to you right now. Yeah, we need to uh, find a way to anonymize that video so we can put it in the show notes. I think it made it to our lodge Facebook page, didn't it, Jeff? I don't know. I haven't. Well, maybe it should I'd have. Have to check, Jeff. <laughs> Whoever has the video, I don't have a. Co- I mean, other than Slack. Maybe you're the social media guy, Jeff. So, I have like one of six administrators on that Facebook page. Thank you very much. Yeah, but you're the only one I ever actually expected to do anything. Um, yeah, it's true. So, and actually, no, it's just you and you and my brother, and I think Tony. Oh, really? Yeah. So you dropped off? No, I didn't. I'm I'm only there because we decided that the secretary oh. should have like an ownership thing, so that we can't repeat what your other lodge did. Yeah, well, I think secretary and sitting master should always. Yeah, nah, Bruce ain't getting that man on there. Are you crazy? So <laughs> can't even get him to show his face Wait, on here. Yeah, no, Bruce ain't an admin of our page. I don't have master's a face. Master's coming, man. I didn't want to bring this up, but that's the reason I've never bought a camera. How are you, worshipful master? You've never had a face. All I need is a hat. Yes, but where he do just you needs put... a head to put a hat on? Where do you put the hat on if you don't You've have got a, a head, face? Not a face. I've got a head. I don't have a face. Please don't be insensitive. It's a personal problem. But if that was the case, like, the hat would fall right down. No. Like, four-fifths of your head are not face. Look, I don't know how you guys do it in Pennsylvania, but whatever. 
picture what Voldemort would look like if he didn't have eyes. <laughs> exactly. Like, the hat would fall down to his chin. No. That's not how this works. You, you, do you even hat, bro? I was going to say, do you even Harry Potter, bro? Which I don't. I don't at all. I, I don't either. I've just seen the movie. Because my wife was really into it way back when. Hey, um, same reason. So... Then we get uh, we get the the paving crew to come in and they they kind of do their thing and all looks real nice and then as we were talking about we've got uh, the big big marks where trucks and stuff have gone on the soft freshly paved parking lot. Hmm. I'm not gonna have an aneurysm. Um, I just started screaming obscenities in the middle of the neighborhood because our lodge isn't like off by itself. It's like in the middle of a very densely packed residential area. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it's, but it's done, and, uh, I had to write a check that size. I wasn't happy about it, but, uh, we got the parking lot done. That it looks good. Very large. Should please stop dragging it like that. <laughs> <laughs> right? And what's funny is, like, the, you like, you know, you see the big mound of gravel that's been fixed. I drove by yeah. after work today, and it's, you know, other than, there's a few places where they, looks like kind of need to. Yes. Pack the gravel up to so, the asphalt, but Nick, other than so that, it looks amazing. The guy driving that pickup truck mm-hmm. is is a vice president <laughs> of. I'm not going to use his official title because I don't know how unique it is, but he's basically the the VP of maintenance <clears throat> and everything involved with like grounds and maintenance and whatever at our uh, our Masonic Villages, mm-hmm. uh, like of, the big nursing home of, of the state. Yes, like he's he's a. Very important dude there, and so seeing him do this in this video, I, I kind of wanted to like send this over to one of the board members over at the villages that I know. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, uh, see do this kind of stuff over there. Has already shared it with all of them individually. They probably thought it was hilarious. They're like, that's why our budget doesn't run out of control because you know this guy finds creative solutions. Josh posted that video in like seven different places the same day. Oh wow. But we're all excited about this parking lot thing, and I know it sounds dumb because most of your lodges, you know, you guys get a new seal or layer of asphalt or whatever every so often, and, and it's great. Like, our, our parking lot was, was a human hazard. It would have been better off to just not have a parking lot and just have everybody park in the grass. I think that would have been better. Like a, like a dirt parking lot? Yes. Literally would have been At least a dirt parking lot can be repaired somewhat easily. Hey, I have a question. So, Lewis from the IRC, whose real name is not Lewis, and that bothers me every time. He says, you don't need a face to hold your hat up. You just need ears. But is, are, are ears part of your face? No. What First are they? of all, no. And second of all, you don't even need ears. Because if the top right. of the inside of the hat rests on your head, you don't even need ears. Now, you do as need a neck. As long as that hat's not, like, huge. That's Where not a jewel? hat. That's a yarmulke. Nick, now you're just my... being insensitive. In my hands here, I've, I've got one of my daughter's children's books, and it, it has, like, diagrams that show, like, the different parts of your body, like knees and elbows. And <laughs> it, it clearly, clearly that could not have been more pertinent. Like, this is, this is your face, and then there's a separate part about these are your ears. Let me see. So ears aren't part of your face? Not according to my three-year-old's anatomy book. Then are they separate? Are they the same? Like, are they both? They're part of your head. 
I don't know, man. It's just like, for like teaching her words. Your face is part of your head. Your ears are part of your head. Like, so she's learning nose and ears and mouth and whatever. But face and ears are different in this Knees book. and toes? Knees and toes? Yes. Enemy, man. Come on. Eyes and ears and mouth and nose. <sighs> <laughs> Good God. So... <laughs> Anyway, all that, right, that's... so let's let's can we talk about one of these subjects now that we've talked about how all the, the absurdly stupid things our lodge has done the past couple of weeks? Oh, I've, I'm not even halfway through that list yet, but I guess we can save some for like a different show. Continue on then. Nah, I'm, I'm just exaggerating a little. We're we're fine. Our lodge is our lodge is good to go. Um, except we apparently have a suspended brother who may be attending other lodges unbeknownst to us. Yeah. Hmm. What's my obligation there, like, as the secretary? Am I supposed to do something beyond, you know, tell the Grand Lodge that we suspended the guy? Uh, you mean your literal obligation or, like, your moral obligation? My, my, my job duty as secretary. Like, I actually don't know. This has never come up before. Like, am well, I like if it's the same lodge frequently, I would at least notify them. So, so basically, this guy was suspended for... Can we say what he was suspended for? Non-payment no. of dues. The same thing everyone's suspended for. Um, and this happened last year? Last year, correct. Uh, and we found out very recently that he is probably attending another lodge. Hmm. But what does he think is going to happen? Well, it's a lodge that members of our lodge rarely show up to and vice versa. So I guess he, if, he, if he is going, I don't know if he thought that far ahead. But no one was going to notice because the secretary doesn't like sit up at his desk and, and take role and check everyone's membership in the database. That's that's kind of tedious. So if someone tells him, he probably didn't know. And then I'm like, am I supposed to tell him? Mm. I, I guess I am. I think that would be... But we talked about on the last show where me doing what I think I'm supposed to do caused a bunch of problems at another lodge. So, Well, I mean, it's like you could argue both sides of it. On one hand, it's it's on that lodge to make sure that everybody who sits in one of their meetings is uh, yeah I mean he ain't got a dues card I guess somebody would have to vouch for him like cause he doesn't have a dues card we know who that was well all of this is alleged um, but I'll probably just call up the secretary it's, of yeah, that lodge no, and, I, I, as of right now it's all hearsay but uh, basically I, I feel like we need to do something about it I just uh, feel like and when when my part of doing that something is to tell Harlan to call somebody, it's pretty easy for me. So, Harlan. Yes, sir. Will you uh, do me a favor and call the secretary of that lodge and inform them that this brother is suspended? You know you ain't going to be wearing that hat for much longer, but I'll take care of it, Worshipful. That's why I have to get in all my shots now. Yes. And then disappear um, afterwards like I was never there in the first place. So like every other past master ever. Got it. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'll probably just do that. Um, it, it's, I just, I, I've, this never comes up. Like, I can't imagine if, if you're suspended for non-payment, like, but you're going to bother going to lodge. It, it, it's not like our dues are expensive. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand it at all. Unless he's trying for an angle for something, unless he's trying to get something out of it. Like, yeah. Like what? He's good. They're gonna make him worshipful master, and then he's gonna be like, "Ha ha! You can't get me now." No, I mean like he's up to something bad. So we just settled that in our jurisdiction. Um, our our jurisprudence committee finally came down on that question, 
we've got a rule in our, our jurisdiction that you can't suspend a, a sitting master for non-payment of dues. Hmm. But we've also got a, a statute that says if you're a plural member and you're suspended from one lodge, you're suspended from both. And so those created a conflict. That's interesting. Because if you're master of one lodge but suspended from the other, how's that work? Yeah. So the jurisprudence committee just kicked in and said, this one overrides this one. If you get suspended from your other lodge, you're no longer master, you're out. Hmm. So that's the risk you take on plural membership. If you're going to do that, you should probably make sure you can uh, handle the dues. <laughs> Aren't you guys' dues like $60 or something embarrassing? Uh, ours are 80 Might as well be. That's My mother lodges us. My mother yeah, lodges $300. My Seriously, Jeff? Like Wait, I, like I, heard, I heard your number, Nick. That, that sounds a little more reasonable. Jeff, Wait, I did not know 50 those. $57. No way. Oh, yeah, well, so Jeff's Lodge is like the local fish market, though. So <laughs> they're like a Moby Dick franchise, <laughs> except better. So they don't yeah. have to like; they just make <clears throat> enough money selling fish that yeah, we're bringing they, thousands of dollars. And and the 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 fish fry runs all of the bills, the majority of the maintenance. There's like been a handful of things that the lodges had to put in on, but everything else is handled by the social club and fish fry. <clears throat> hmm. Interesting. So anyway, yeah. Now that that topic's handled. Hmm. What's next, Harlan? So, uh, one of the the questions we we had raised, uh, we were going to talk about last week, was the. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at stuff like Nick's <coughs> posting. Stop posting stuff while I'm reading Nick. Nick keeps posting stuff. Um, we want to show notes. Show, Nick, what are you doing? Did you know there's a Masonic podcast that puts timestamps with all the different things they talk about when they post something? So like oh we posted about we talked about this at six minutes we talked about this. Then people don't have to listen to the whole thing to find out where your stuff is. It's not like we make money off it. Like what's the difference? <laughs> well, because because Harlan know, and I we, are out to steal your time. We don't want your we're money. evangelizing the method of what we do here. It's not we a real thing. The whole thing, the good and the bad, the boring and the more boring, or not. But, uh, can't just be snipping around to the fun clips. Otherwise, nobody would know anything about this show other than a bunch of us poop our pants on a regular basis. Hmm. Um, and by a bunch of us, I mostly just mean me and Tony. Yep. So, uh, one of the things that, that we wanted to talk about last week was a bit of an identity crisis that, that our lodge in particular is having. So, when I joined our lodge, we were renowned... And still are. Like, I don't want to downplay that. We still are. Uh, renowned as, like, the place where ritual happens. Like, if you want to see how it's done and done correctly and done well and all of that, like, y you came to our lodge. Um, and and to, to, the, to the majority extent, you, people still do. Like, we're still known for that. But that reputation was there when I got there. Part of the reason we had that reputation was when I first did the Entered Apprentice degree, I first had to satisfy two of the patrons of our lodge that I was capable and qualified to do that degree before they'd let me do it. Mm -hmm. And by capable and qualified, I mean like by their standards, not like, oh, do you just know the words, but like, can you do this degree really well? Who was that? It, it was two of the, the patrons of our lodge. Like, I'm not going to name them because they're old yeah, guys. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway. But they're fantastic ritualists, both of them. 
and they were the gatekeepers. So I had to convince them that I was capable of doing it. But the way it worked at our lodge is basically from the time I joined till I did my first DA degree, like one of those two guys was doing every degree that came through that lodge. Um, once I did an EA degree, next thing I know, I'm doing a fellow craft and then a master Mason. And then I was doing every degree that came through that lodge. So those two could have a break for a long time. And then I joined. Yeah. And we, we've been going through this, but not at every degree. Where did he go? Did he just, did he just, up and was like, I'm out. Got to pee. Hey, Nick, you remember before the show? When I said, hey, I'm going to pee before we start the show so I don't have to pee in the middle of the show. Oh, God. Where are you at I... in the middle of the show? Oh, you're peeing in the middle of the show. <laughs> I wish I had a sound effects board so bad. Like, I really want to play a toilet flush mm. right now. Why don't I'll I have... just edit it in later. You know, when we recorded at the lodge, we had a mix board, like, with sound effects. We didn't really ever use it, but we had them. I really... I got to make a note so don't, I can... Don't like... say you missed that, Harlan. I gotta make a note so I can plug in like a, a toilet flushing noise right here, um, like before this goes out on the podcast feed. All right. Anyway, so, well, so, so back to the degree work. I mean, Nick's not gonna be able to participate in this discussion now because he missed. It. He's gonna be Tony. He's gonna come back, and I'm just gonna have to say it all again. But whatever. Yeah, like he wouldn't really listen them before he left. Yeah, well, you know, somebody's got to entertain the IRC channel. So anyway, <laughs> uh, when I when I got here my, it's not just me like there were several of us one of the things that we we started encouraging was maybe some brothers should start doing parts for the offices that they were elected to like that that's a seemed like a good idea and we should we should encourage that uh but where that falls apart is our lodge like just about every other lodge in this part of the world still has the progressive line so there's there's this this question now of who do we want to be going forward like do we want most of our work done by officers in the chair they were elected to or do we want to continue that reputation of being the absolute best at ritual but that would mean rarely will guys be doing the job they were elected to do uh, well, when it comes to ritual work. Ba basically, when, when you make the decision that going forward, the elected officers who are supposed to do a ritual, uh, what, what, what happens when a guy who is not so great at ritual work, who, who may or may not be great at a lot of other things, but definitely not at ritual work, makes that chair, what do you do? Right. And in the past, that answer was easy, is, you know, the two gatekeepers, if you will. <laughs> have Bruce do it. Yeah, sorry, Worshipful. Um, you're gonna have to step out for this, and we're gonna put one of these guys up there. And I mean, that, that's how we did things. Like that was the rule. There was zero expectation that the master was gonna be the one doing the master's role in degrees. Hmm. That that's only a thing we've started seeing in in rather recent history. Uh, I don't think I I ever saw it until well until I was master. Um. So, and it it wasn't. You know, because I pushed those guys to the side, it was because they gave me the go-ahead. Like, yeah, you could do it. So, uh, I don't know what the answer to this is. Because, I mean, I think the best answer is, you know, you shouldn't have a progressive line. But I've got a different lodge where I push those agendas. Hmm. So, so, in Florida, the rule is 
the senior deacon does the EA, junior warden does the fellow craft, and the senior warden does the master mason, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. That's what okay, our bylaws say. And, and, and how hard set is that? If a that, brother is in one of those chairs who you know, regardless of the amount it. of practice he does, regardless mm. of how much he wants to do it, regardless of anything else, he's not going to be putting on a good degree. you still go forward with it? I mean... I don't know the official ruling, but I can say I've seen a lot of terrible degrees. I've never seen, <laughs> I've never not seen the sitting senior deacon do an EA degree. Really? Huh. It's, At least to me, it, though. It's much harder for me knowing that the, the good degree work that our lodge is capable of, and there's this brother coming in who, at least in my opinion, is certainly entitled to the best degree work we can do as a lodge as a whole versus this guy who's supposed to do the degree like that guy is only going to get an ea degree one time yeah but why then should he get the short end of the stick yeah i mean i get i agree yeah i mean you're right we so, have uh degree teams so does the so the worshipful master doesn't actually ever do any degrees but do you, no. you all have a strict progressive line so like he yeah. should have already done them in the previous two or three chairs. Yeah, yeah. We okay. our bylaws actually say the same thing. Senior deacon does the EA and so on. Uh, it's just never actually happened that way since I've been there. Yeah. Uh, See, in Massachusetts, the sitting master did like whatever chair you were in. That's what you did for every degree. But I mean, everybody did yes. it perfectly, so I don't know. Oh right, okay. So. I well, it's, Since it's I've been in at my mother lodge, we have not put on our own degree work once. We have gotten another local lodge to come over and do it for us. Why? Wow. Nobody knows how. That's pretty common here too. Like we have a district degree team that travels around and Which does degrees. See that the problem is, is my mother lodge used to be our district's team, degree team. Like if, every now and then, if you see me wearing the the polo for that lodge. Look at the sleeve. It says degree team. I'm, I, I inherited the shirt, but it. I mean, there used to be a degree team based out of that lodge, and it's long beyond gone now. And I don't think this would be an identity crisis in, in most lodges because most lodges do well exactly what we've been talking about. That you know, you just do whatever chair you're elected to, and or some variation of that. And and you know that's fine, I guess. But in our lodge, it's it's different because we have this history of not doing that. And because we weren't doing that, it was only the the best guys. So I'm not even talking about like the master who you know he can do it. Like yeah, that's that's fine. Like it's not terrible. Like our lodge was the place where like the best guy available was doing the work at all times. And because of that, you know, people were people would come to our lodge just when they knew a degree was going on so that they could look at like better ways to do it at their own lodge. Like that was that was what we were known for. And it, I don't know that I don't know that that's what we want anymore. That's why I'm bringing up this discussion, not just on the show. I mean, we're going to be talking about this at lodge, I'm sure. Yeah. But it, it's it, it's a big thing for us. Like, do we want to lose that reputation in the interest of you know promoting men carrying out the duties that they they swore to do when they were installed 
Also, it, for, for everybody who's immediately siding with, well, that candidate is entitled to the best degree work your lodge can do. Like, what if that brother who's in the chair, who's supposed to be doing the degree, what if he wants to do it? And yeah. and he puts in the practice, like, don't you have to at least give him a chance? Uh, five years ago, that answer would have been a flat no. Hmm. But right. Today, that's, I mean, that's that's true. Today, we're, we're a little more flexible. Uh, and part of that is somehow, I don't know how this happened, but... It, 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 I was advised that I've somehow ascended to that that guardian seat, I guess, that those two guys I was talking about earlier used to do. Like, they're expecting me to be the guy that's pulling the rug out from under people. Like, no, you can't do this ritual. This guy's going to do it. That's not who I am. Like, I haven't been doing that. And mm. one of said patrons who isn't around as much anymore because of health with his spouse and whatnot, Apparently thought that I just had that under control. And <laughs> he showed up that one night when we uh, had a brother do the job that you know he was elected to do, and it didn't quite go to the standards of our lodge. And uh, he, I don't know if he's not happy with me or like I didn't know I was supposed to be doing this. Like that's hmm. nobody gave me like a certificate that's like you know Harlan's the ritual guard now. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> handed you a shield. Or like you're entrusted with this. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, and even if even if it was like that's not a job I'm willing to do. Like that's something the lodge should resolve as a whole, not not just because I'm sitting there saying you can that, do this yeah. and you can't. No, that, that that has to be a dynamic thing. That can't be. Um, you can't make rules for that in advance. I mean, maybe in 40 years when I've got the seniority and and not that it's actually possible, but. If somehow I could command the level of, you know, people just listening to what I have to say because of who I am that the guy I'm talking about has, maybe, maybe then, but even then I don't think I'd be interested, but that's how it used to work. Like, this is one of those guys, like when I say the patron of our lodge, not really exaggerating. I advise every new master who's installed, like, hey, you know, you should probably listen to me as the secretary, but if this guy calls you and says something, just do what he says. Like, I promise you, you want to do what he says. Don't even question it. I made the mistake when I was first installed of, like, I know better than this guy, <clears throat> and we're going to do things my way. That lasted about 45 days um, <laughs> before I had, like, a full-on revolt on my hands because everybody respected this guy's opinion a hell of a lot more than mine. So, yeah. And, and he's not a bad guy. Like, he doesn't. He doesn't wield his his authority like a club at all. I, I hope I'm not painting that image. Like he's been the guiding hand that kept our lodge afloat through some really dark times. Um, like he's a fantastic guy. He's just got these really high standards for ritual, and that's just how it was. Um, and I'm not going to be that guy. So what we're trying to discuss is: Does our lodge want to go down that path and keep doing what we've been doing without having somebody? be that guy which means we'd have to have like a committee or something that decides you can do this part or you can't well i, I mean i guess we should go ahead and talk about the situation at hand and that's that we we did give that brother that chance and he did put on that degree and I, I'm, I'm not going to speak to how the degree was but a degree happened and a, a, a brother was made and we have another ea coming up and we're, we're kind of all stumped as to what to do. Like, it's technically, it's still his job again, 
but there were a few people who were. I mean, was it really that bad? Like, how bad was it? So, well, okay, okay, but okay, it's it, it's relative to to, yeah. to to answer the question. Like, for our lodge, very relative to other lodges in the area, is normal. Maybe average. even a little better. Like what? He didn't uh, he had to get prompted I've, the entire I've time. Seen, yes. The, well, the, the yes. entire time. So we went to a neighboring lodge. Completely skipped the, the part. Monday. Had to go we're back and redo it. And and he left, you know, commenting on how much better he feels now because the degree we saw there was far worse than what this guy did. Because mm, that's not. It's just our lodge. When I say like high standards, I mean, you know, to the, almost to the level of perfection type standards. It's. It's just a thing. Um, maybe we were stuck too far up our own tails, but it's just how it was when I got there, and it, it's been that way for a long time. The problem is, like, again, if you run into a, a worthy brother who you could tell is putting... First of all, you should never go back to a ritual that you missed, because that's just awkward. Because the candidate doesn't know the difference. And unless uh, it's the obligation... It's something that has key to be... Key parts that have to be done. Like you, the it, it, it wasn't the obligation. If it wasn't the obligation and everything else, who cares? He'll like A, he's not gonna remember most of the night anyway. And B, it looks stupid if we're like, oh stop, go back. Uh no, no, like, no. That's I mean, one of the key parts he needs to remember too. To a later part. Yeah, oh, I mean, he admitted. Josh, he said I I I for, you know, I just realized I forgot this part, so before we proceed, let me See, yeah. and that's if you yeah, said he said it like he that. Did it, he did it decently enough. It wasn't it wasn't horrible. Yeah, see, but, I think uh, that's fine. That's just me, anyway. Like, I just think it's no. fine. But you can't tell a worthy brother, like... I mean, if he really... If he really, really sucks. I mean, it, Bruce, no. it's... it's so, I think if in Florida... I'm pre I don't know. Don't quote me on it. But I think in Florida, if there's a practice and he practices in front of you and you're like, no, then your word stands. No, that's... so. That's how it would be in our jurisdiction. Like Bruce has the ultimate call on any of that stuff. Like that's which, which is why I'm trying to to air this problem to every single Mason but, who can listen. Maybe somebody can advise me. So this degree was by no means a travesty. Like I've seen travesties. There was one lodge when I was pretending to be purple people leader that like I hijacked a degree like at the beginning because I wasn't letting that happen. But. So I've seen like really bad stuff. This wasn't like by the standards of this this part of the Masonic world. You know, it was it was fine. Like you know, it's fine. Uh, no, at a different lodge, I don't even think anybody would even be having this conversation. Like you know, it's just because of the ridiculous standards that we're accustomed to that this has become a question. Mm. Yeah, but then it just gets into this judging thing that i just don't yeah. like like what if he brought either. that guy in right like what if he, he was then you'd be like okay we'll let him do it just let him do it what's the no, big deal i, I don't want to so i'm kind of impartial as to whether we continue along this system that we have or we start doing things more like other lodges what i don't want is for me or anyone else for that matter to be like that guy who 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 just single-handedly says who can and can't do ritual work. Um, that's that's what I don't want. Mm. 
whether the lodge wants to to come up with some better way to to handle this and try to preserve the high standards we set for ourselves uh you know we could do that i also like the idea that guys do the job they were elected to do so it's not going to hurt my feelings either way it's just it is it is a change in the way that we do things and so it warrants some discussion before we just start making big changes like that yeah i i hear you i don't know i would say let him practice be like dude you need to nail this practice at this date you have plenty of time if not we're gonna get somebody else to do it you can't really uh do any more than that that's my opinion at least yeah that's uh oh to address a question in the irc channel that i didn't see till just now uh, Louis was asking if the guy we were talking about earlier is not paying dues because he doesn't want to or because he can't. Uh, our lodge doesn't toss anybody because they can't pay. That's that's not a thing we do. Um, even even for consecutive years in a row. Yeah, I mean we we find a way to help make it work. Yeah, this is this is not that. This is yeah. a young guy, very so, capable. I don't want to go any more into his personal business or finances. It's just wanted to answer that question not to go back into that segment again but yeah it's just uh it's not because he can't pay um we we had a brother actually show up to our past master's dinner and he came up to me and asked like why he got this letter to show up and i was like well you're you're a past master and then he proceeded to remind me yeah but but i've been suspended and i was like no and he was well, well. I haven't paid dues, and and, and it was because you know we knew like this is the guy I brought up, Bruce. About you know we got to work something out. He's a past master, having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Like we we yeah we don't bounce people out just because they can't pay. Which is why that when we get into the dues arguments that we so frequently have, and people start singing that song about fixed income brothers, and you're just gonna throw them out because they're not rich. And it's like that's that always has just sounded really dumb to me. Like our lodge has never done that. That's that's not a thing that happens at our lodge. Uh, nobody gets bounced because they can't come up with the money. It's kind of uh, crazy. Yeah, it, it just especially not. So I guess it could happen if it's somebody who got raised and we've never seen you since, and it's been years, and now you're singing this song about how you can't pay, and then it's like, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, uh, but. If it's someone we know and who's been like active and engaged and you know around, we we don't let that happen. And they've been paying for thirty years. Oh yeah, that too. That's a common thing. Is guys guys do retire and they get on fixed incomes. They got medical bills. Like you know, shit happens. We, we don't get you guys that. still got to pay grand lodge assessments? Yes. Yeah, but I mean, we're, we're a brotherhood. Like we're not gonna. We're, we're, we're not a charity. We make it work, Nick. Oh, are we well, no, you're not a charity, but you're, if your yeah. brothers can't, can't afford their dues, you don't throw them out because they, they can't come up with the money. You throw them out because they can come up with the money and just don't want to. And that's a subjective call that has to be made in each case. But I'd wait uh, five bucks a day. Yeah. No, that can't be right. What? Five bucks a day? What, do, what are you talking about? I was trying to... Calculate how much it would be. Are you are you charging the guy interest after you pay for his? No, I did it backwards. It's twenty one cents a day to be a member of your lodge. Yeah, 
Yeah, like if someone can't have, I mean, like we've I, got. I, I understand that blows your mind, Nick. But like maybe it might also blow your mind that there are some guys who literally cannot pay that. Yes, we have we have brothers who won't be named, but I I know, and it's not just one, who are living on a nine hundred dollar a month social security check, and that's it. Wow. And. In one guy in particular's case, it's not even his fault because he failed the plan for retirement. He had a pension with a company that went under and went bankrupt, and so that's, that's just all he's got left. Mm. And $900 a month doesn't get you very far, even out in western Pennsylvania where things are cheap. Nick mm. seems oblivious to our woes. Come back to us in 50 years, Nick. We'll revisit this discussion. Yeah, I mean, I guess I get it. Yeah. yeah. I guess I get it. Oh. <laughs> or, you know, if, if you got a guy that's getting, like, cancer treatments or whatever and all his money is going to that sort of stuff. I mean, stuff happens where you literally don't have $80 to spare. Um, I, I wouldn't have believed it until I became the secretary and I, I saw it. Like, no, these are guys who legitimately, you know, maybe they could swing this, but... They're in a bad enough shape that, like, swinging their dues would seriously hurt them. Wow. Uh, and so we, we, don't, we don't want anybody to pay dues where it's going to cause them financial problems. And if $80 causes you financial problems, well, that's, that's not something we're going to, like, toss you out for. Yeah. And, and again, I say that for brothers who've been around and who are, you know, didn't just get raised and disappear. Those guys call and sing their song about how they can't pay, and I just advise them that maybe they shouldn't be paying it because they're not getting anything out of it. So, um, you know, it's not in every case. We're not being a charity, but um, I, I did want to, to humble brag a little bit about, you know, that's, I don't know what other lodges do, but we definitely wouldn't toss someone for their inability to pay. So, that's next amazing. time the dues argument comes up, and it will at some point, it's just a matter of when, not if. Uh, yeah. Remember this when you start screaming about people on fixed incomes. Yeah, no, that's that's amazing. It really is that you guys do that. I've never heard of that before. I've never heard of lodges doing that, but it's truly good well, that you guys are. And if it's a long-term thing, not just a short-term thing, then we just we're allowed to make so much percentage of our lodge life members mm. under Grand Lodge rules. So we reserve those for guys who, you know, their financial hardship isn't short term. Cool. Um, usually those are guys who, again, are getting like the cancer treatments or they're, you know, knocking on death's door or are yeah. just in super bad shape one way or another. But uh, our, our grand jurisdiction gives us an out for that. So you, you still have to pay assessments on them, but there is a system in place to, to create that status of, of life membership. Uh, interestingly enough, we don't have an endowment. I think we talked about that on a previous show, though. So we don't have... There is no like actual life membership that you can buy. Like That doesn't exist here. Hmm. So life memberships are bestowed, not purchased. <clears throat> kind of wish we had them. As a young man, it would be a nice investment. <laughs> Although at 80 bucks a year, eh. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, we have... Ours... It will in Massachusetts, it's 20 times dues. But then that goes into a fund and your lodge gets your interest for the rest of, I mean, for the rest of its existence. Yep. 
I'd like to create something like that. I, I've thought about it a few times, but every time I start crunching the numbers, like just doing it for our lodge, it the amount of money we'd have to charge for a life membership, nobody's going to pay. So there's just been no point in starting that fund. Because 20, I mean, in our case, yeah, it would be about 20 times. It'd be about two grand. And I just don't see anybody paying $2,000 for a life membership to an $80 a year lodge. Yeah. But hey, maybe I'm wrong. Bruce, you could ask around. There's a bunch of people who want to do that. We'll start a fund. We'll get an annuity, which is what Nick's talking about, and it'll just pay us forever, even after that brother's dead. Yeah, but that's saying that $1,600. Like, I would donate $1,600 to you guys if that meant I have a full Pennsylvania, like, membership for the rest of my life? Like, how? Hey, so, tell you what. Again, Nick, I, th I think there is a uh, cola disparagement here. Oh, yeah, the cost of living thing. Yeah, but you know what? I may take you up on that, Nick. I may create this annuity just for you. Hell, yeah, I'll do just it. Just to get 1600 bucks out of you. And I'll, give you, I'll send you a dues card that says you're a life member. Just don't ever come here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it has to be a... It'll be laminated and everything, dude. They're nice. Oh, Real you're not allowed to laminate. Mm -mm, somebody doesn't read the card. Okay, so it's yeah, not laminated. I don't laminated. think it actually I, I physically says that on our cards. Of course not, because you guys can't afford to get the extra ink on it. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, our cards don't say that, but our, our rules do say that. You're not supposed to laminate the dues card. What if you emboss it after laminating? No. <laughs> no, you... you there's, there's actually a rule about not laminating the dues card. I don't know why. We have a lot of stupid rules for a lot of reasons, and that's <laughs> just one of the many, many rules that makes no sense to me, but it is what it is. Mm. I mean, maybe you want to, like, preserve them so you keep them. Like, I've got a binder with, like, business card sleeves in it, and I stick all my dues cards in that after they Are you fire. serious? Yeah. That's both so nerdy and such a great idea. I'm going to order it off Amazon right now. Yeah. No, I've got, uh, I've got like, 10 years of dues cards to my lodge and my other lodge and the Scottish Rite and the Past uh, Masters Society and... Pennsylvania Lodge number 7 from 99. That was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that year. I think I'll appreciate it like 30 years from now. Like it'll be something that'll be nice to have. That's why I'm doing it. I think it's funny how you have to say 30 years from now, but I have to say like 70 years from now in order to get the same feeling. 30 years from now, I'll be 60 years old. Like in my, my, in my genetic lineage. 30 years from now, I'll only be. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, but in my in my family tree, sixty years is end of life. Like that's the expiration date. So, I'll be looking back at these things, you know. In my Welcome to episode nine hundred ninety. What are we talking about? Why do I sound like a stereotype old Jewish guy? You're an ass. Because you will be a stereotype old Jewish guy. Yeah, I know, I know. I'll be like... Uh, Speaking of which, Happy New Year. Tommy, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, good times. I uh, ended up being sick for most of it, so there's that. I didn't want to throw any bread in the water and make the birds sick. 
Hey, but if a worship master is Jewish, does he have to wear a top hat or a yarmulke? So this actually show very long. I like this discussion. <laughs> it's been a very long time since we had that discussion. Um, the only Jewish guy I've known to be master who actually like wears a kippah on a regular basis, he just you know put a top hat on over it. Can you um, do that though? But, yeah. Well, so there's this question about is is a kippah or a yarmulke, whatever you guys want to call them. Is that actually headwear? Because in our jurisdiction, you know, you don't wear headwear in the lodge unless you're the master. So is it a hat or not? And we got into like a big, big debate over that. Um, never did come up with an answer. I think it just depends on your jurisdiction. So in New York, for instance, it is most definitely not a hat. <coughs> and so you can wear it and not be the master. Uh, in Israel, it is definitely not a hat. Like most guys are wearing one, and the master just wears the top hat on top of it. Uh, but I mean, it is a thing that sits on your head, so there is an argument to be made that it's a hat, and you shouldn't be wearing it in lodge. So does that mean if you believed in the the religion of the flying spaghetti monster that you could wear, wear a, a pasta hat or a, a what are those saucepan? Pasta strainer. Yeah, that pasta strainer. That yes. Yes. But we, as ancient freemen, accepted pasta strainers. Yes. Uh, that actually, see, sometimes, Nick, I feel like you never listen to our show. Uh, that was actually the very thing that Jason brought up in the same debate. Uh -huh. I'm just going to wear my spaghetti strainer. Um, and, and it was kind of a play on those kids who were screaming about the school dress code here because the Islamic students could wear their, their head covering, but yet you're not allowed to have hats so some mom sent her son to school with like a ball cap on and he got sent home and she started like this media shitstorm about it because uh, here where we live we're, we're very understanding of cultural differences so uh th this debate came up in the middle of that well, huh. what about lodge oh, no, so i could hear somebody typing furiously that would be nick that was nick <laughs> That's why he just casually says, uh huh, uh huh. Like, one day I'm just going to start slipping in, like, uh. Random insults at Nick? Yeah, just, and, just. And, and dude, he'll never notice. He'll just be I like, was yep. totally listening. You're the secretary. You were, like, reading minutes or something. I don't know. But what did I say, Nick? I, oh, well, you're the worst film master. No one listens to you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> feel like feel like I'm talking to my kid right now. Like, <laughs> what did I just say? Uh, I, oh my gosh, you, you know, yeah. I feel like Nick has the attention span of your kid. That is true, though. Oh, that's a product of social media. That's uh. I am a millennial, thank you. Yes. I am a snowflake. Please recognize me by such, okay? <laughs> Do my rights offend you, Nick? I am so offended. Yeah, that's right. Be offended. I love melting <laughs> snowflakes. Did you know that women masons call each other brother? I did not know that. Um, and I don't know why I wanted to what's, know that, but I wanted a, to know that. What's a woman mason? A woman mason. There's women masons. Girly masons. So no, this is like not this girly is masons. Female masons. Not nah, girly masons. So this is this is like this is like Battlestar Galactica, right? Where even like the female officers are sir. Is it, is it like that? Not my masonry. Hmm. Wait, didn't the real okay. military do that? No. 
No. no they're still Surin Man. Huh? Oh. So I just made a Battlestar Galactica yeah. reference that none of you guys took off with. So yeah, that's all of you can go frack yourselves. That's <laughs> not a bad thing. Sorry. But you know what I hate more than that, though? And that was another Battlestar joke, Female by Masons. the way. What do I hate? What? Female Masons. No, absolutely not. I don't care. Jeez, if someone wants to do female masonry, let them do it. Like, what's the difference? My lodge. Rah, rah, rah. No, rah. Who cares? Who, dude? There was this huge care, thing. Nick. Nick, this thing is important. Care. No, it's not. It has zero effect. Freemasonry is important. Yeah. And that's why I don't care because I cannot <laughs> infringe. I need David. Where's David? David said something really nice on this. Hold on, I gotta find. It. There was a post in the Winding Stairs Facebook group that got like a bajillion likes because somebody was like a John G. Jones Prince Hall Mason versus regular Prince Jones or Prince yes. Hall Masonry. Yes. And like all and it got like so many and at the end of the day, who cares? Let them do their masonry, we'll do ours. You don't gotta recognize them. Yeah, you don't have to like all of a sudden like shake their hand and go crazy. Just let them do their thing. Yeah. No, I mean I, I got no issues with girly masons. I mean if we started trying to recognize them, I might have some issues, but... Yeah, well, I agree with that. I don't really care. You want to put an apron on over your skirt and go to lodge instead of the kitchen? Well, that's like do what you do. Make your sandwiches before you go. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I said that because my wife is listening. That's a dig at her, not, not women listening in general. Well, I am a wife. chauvinist, but not that much of one. Your <laughs> wife doesn't cook dinner for you? No, she does. She absolutely does. Are you oh. kidding me? gonna say get your house in order yeah <laughs> no, my wife's great just kidding babe it's just, it's, just, it's just for the podcast it's like my stage name it's not really who i am i love you i'm sorry <laughs> damn it i gotta go guys <laughs> so this is where he turns the camera and there's no one in the room uh, i'm sorry pff, ah, pff. just the cat yeah just wait, buddy. You're doing the whole. Uh, you ain't hitched yet, are you? You're, you're uh, waiting. Yeah, uh, November, I think. That's right. I knew that was coming up. So you so, still have time to run. So here soon, these kind of jokes won't be funny because here soon, these kind of jokes come with price tags. Price mm. tags that aren't funny. <laughs> here, this is what David Riley said because, of course, he says every. I am so. I went to Boston with David this weekend. I am so tired of every time he says something. It's so articulatedly better than anybody else has ever said something. Like, dude, why can't you just talk normal English? Gosh. But he says, I fully support any woman who wants to participate in those obedience that will, obediences that will admit her as a Mason. I think that's absolutely terrific. This it isn't my masonry, and I will not sit and lodge with her. But I fully support her. That's but I support her. I support her journey towards self improvement and a better relationship with the grand geometrician of the universe. Okay, so I basically just said the exact same thing, but I'm not David <laughs> Riley, so I'm not getting Nick all excited. You don't. Your your words weren't as pretty, Arlen. I'm sorry. <laughs> they absolutely like, were. You guys even listen to the show when we're done? <laughs> no. I'm the only reason anybody tunes in. I don't even listen to it while we're recording it. I don't yeah, even <laughs> I don't even know how to watch the show. Someone's like, <laughs> so oh, what's, again? What's, what's an IRC? Three distinct knocks.org. <laughs> uh, Bruce. Mm. Bruce. Mm -hmm. The IRC stuff's not funny, man. 
Like people, <laughs> in there, people in there have done written you off. Like we've yeah. got like a virtual dartboard. Hey, your hey, face on it. hey! The IRC promised to buy me a camera. That camera has not shown up yet. Well, no, you haven't shown up yet either. You have a camera. No, first of all, I don't have a camera. You Second of all, the reason I don't have a camera is because IRC was like, well, buy Bruce camera. Never happened. As part of the IRC, I don't know who said that. Maybe. And Scott. That, that, that happened about a year ago. It's been a while now. Well, Scott. Jason is, was still on the show when that happened. Scott is the no. worshipful master of uh, the IRC, so I would bring it up with him. But uh, we don't have the minutes that reflect that. Uh, you don't have any minutes at all. Anyway. There's, there's logs, Moving man. On. Moving on. Show me your logs. Well, why don't you show us your, your IRC handle, and then maybe we'll show you some logs. Boom. You can just log in one time. I mean, not right now, because yeah. if you tried to so, dial up IRC right now, your your computer would catch on fire. It, but... it, it would melt down. It's This thing is underclocked. Like, I, I can... Like, Y'all are skipping already, and all I have open is... So IRC is a, is a very old protocol, and it's never been tuned for modern efficiency, so it, it's a very, very inefficient thing for most clients. They just, Resource. like, eat up your CPU. That's what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. At least any IRC client I've used have been, like, awful as mm. far as resources go. I thought about writing my own client one day, and then I realized that I've got better things to do. So, so 14 hours after he started, he's like, I give up. No, I never, I never gave up. I've got coding projects that have been going on for years. At How's this the website? Point, and I he still never gave up it. because he never started. How's the website coming along? Almost done, right? I'll send you my Bitbucket link with the code, and you can just finish it up. Awesome. Or I could just start over from scratch. But sure. Whatever it takes to get it done, man. Could you now? Do you even Python, bro? Do you even Python? No. No, why not just do WordPress? Hey, I didn't send them the show with show link this week. So. I did. <laughs> to, to all of my friends from the uh, Python IRC channel, welcome to After Lodge. Glad you joined us again. In case you're still wondering, who is that nut that's posting YouTube links in a channel where most people are like running out of a terminal? <laughs> um. Are we all out of things here? Where'd, where'd my topic list go? Oh, now, I believe you mentioned other things prior to the show, but I don't remember what any of them are. I'm no, helpful like that. We covered that stuff. Uh, oh, there was the there was the the proverbial storm on Reddit. Um, it was another Jinx Bunny thing. I didn't know if Nick wanted to go into that or not. Nope. Because I don't. Well, I don't. It. You guys can, but I'm going to so, stick stay out of this one. I'm looking at this thread right now, and I don't understand. I don't understand, like, why this is even a thing. It was a thing because of two reasons. She said, our worshipful master, and she is the wife of a mason who belongs to the lodge, so it's not her worshipful master. And that, so that was the first thing that kind of started rocking the boat. And then somebody said, I got to find it. Somebody said something like, um, uh, what was it? Like, it's not your place, but he didn't mean it sexist, 
but damn, people took it sexist, and it just lit the whole house on fire. And then there was another thread that lit the whole building on a whole neighborhood. This is on why fire. Bruce is so against girly masons, because this kind of stuff happens. Wow. I did the same against girly masons. I... Mm. Um, did as if we don't him? like create enough like high school girl drama amongst ourselves, which is really the reason we don't I mean, admit women. I want them to know that we're just as bad masons. as they are. With the gossip and the bickering and, and the henpecking, like we, we, we do it all. We probably do it worse than they do. Like I've been to Eastern Star meetings where everybody's just like happy and getting along and eating food and doing their thing and going home. Mm. And then I go to our lodge and like somebody's butthurt about something and not speaking to someone else. And then I'm like, really? I was just at the Star and they're all getting along just fine. What's wrong with us? So there, there's that. We, we don't want the women to know because. We chastise them for being, you know, womany, and turns out we're worse. At least that's oh, yeah. that's why I don't want my wife, because then she'll know I'm really a teenage girl inside. She already does. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was that. I guess we're not gonna dig into that too. Yeah, no, I don't really think there's anything good down that road. Too big. And, 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 if you want to partake, it's on our Freemasonry. Nick, you, uh, you went to Boston recently. To Boston. Oh, I, can't, I can't even use that accent. I can't even fake that accent. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what, what, were, you, what were you doing up there? You know, you, you get sick of Florida. You're going up there looking at houses. <laughs> so I actually went up there for um, my Masonic bachelor party. Um, I just ah. wanted to go see everybody. So we... The coolest part was we made all these plans to do all these things, and then we found out one of the guys that is a dual member in my mother lodge, and he like, he's like, he truly, truly believes like forever a steward. He comes into the lodge a day before, he sets up, he puts the jewels, he puts the aprons out, he makes sure the lodge is like tidy and stuff, which we rent it from the Grand Lodge, so he doesn't need to do any of that, but he does that, and then he always like. He's just 100% always a steward, and he doesn't have to be. Anyway, he was getting installed as Worshipful Master in his mother lodge. So once we found that out, and we're like, okay, well, all of our plans are canceled. We're going to go see that guy. Because he really is just one of the, just one of the greatest Masons I've ever met. And um, I don't know how you guys do it there. Like... For example, when Bruce gets out of the East, or any master gets out of the East over there, do you guys buy gifts for each other or anything like that? Sometimes. Uh, historically, the master gives gifts to his officers. Got it. So, is, is that what you mean? Yeah, kind of. But this time, they gave... What was it? They gave, they got him a custom, you know, uh, engraved gavel, like his own gavel. He got, uh, I think it was a pat. The past master got a really, really beautiful jewel, like I gorgeous. I don't think I've ever seen the master get a gift, Harlan. Yeah, correct. You have. Uh, we got gifts for Ray and uh, yeah, really? Josh. I've seen it. Yeah, that's a trend that stopped last year. It's okay. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Stop. Well, oh, I mean, right before you got there. 
Well, it usually helps if, if the outgoing master shows up to installation. It's kind of hard to give him a gift. Uh, <laughs> like, we still did. We still did. We got uh, we got him that, that Tony picked up, that uh, bourbon glasses or whatever. I don't know if that counts. That's, that was his it counted side. for everyone else because then they were like, good, we don't have to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that works. So... So yeah, they got. I mean, there was just gifts. They gave all the the wives flowers, like all the wives that attended. They got a bouquet of flowers. They got honestly, there was just so much stuff. Um, really? Yeah, and it, it was really nice. And it was really sincere. But the point I wanted to share was, and I'll link you guys to the stuff. But the point I wanted to share was, he's up there and he's telling his story, and he's well, he's giving thanks. We're about to end it, and he tells a story. Um, that goes, an African boy listened carefully to his teacher explain why Christians give presents to each other on Christmas Day. Um, when Christmas Day came, one of the students brought to the teacher a seashell. She asked, where did you find such a beautiful shell? And the kid told her um, the name of the place. And she's like, but that's so far away. Why, it's so gorgeous and wonderful, but you shouldn't have gone all that way to get a gift for me. And then the story ends and the worship master pauses, looks at David Riley, myself, and one of my Pennsylvania friends who flew up there, and he starts tearing up, and he goes, um, he ends the story, and he goes, the end of the story is, his eyes brightening, the boy answered, long walk, part of gift. And at that moment, most of the lodge was freaking crying, like, like the three newborns that were actually there. Like, and it was really sweet, like the way he did it, and he said, you know, the, the fact that his other lodge came out and saw him get installed and you know it was amazing this and that yeah good times so that was like the that was like the real highlight of our trip so you spent your your bachelor party doing mason things yeah and seeing oh. this guy get installed and there is nothing i would have rather done that day i am hereby surrendering my mason nerd card um <laughs> it's all yours buddy I definitely can't top that. That's uh. So if you guys go to the link I just sent, uh, that's a copy of two of the jewels. Um, the bottom one is the past master's jewel, obviously, and that's usually given to everybody, of course, who deserves it. He got an apron. The apron was from a brother who's been a mason for like 50 years but he's too old and his health is too bad for him to come to lodge and he wanted this particular guy to get his apron that he's had his entire life to him and I mean that was just like oh. that is a nice looking jewel yeah. What is the one on top? Is that a? Uh... That's York, right? So that's for chapter. Um, okay. That's the uh, uh, crap, Harlan. What's the name of that thing? Yeah, high priest. Okay. So and it's all real. All the stones are real. The diamonds are real. I mean, so. Wow. Yeah. Interestingly, yeah. Like, I mean, geez. it's not you know. I mean, it's not like a you know. Like a real diamond. It's like. No, no, it's a real diamond. It's not like. Uh, the best grade, you know, F clarity or whatever. But I mean, it's still beautiful. I mean, it's gorgeous. It costs a ton of money. 
Um, those are David Riley's, obviously. And obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. And it's interesting. So you're given a gift. You're given this gift, and you can keep it till you die. But when you die, you have to give it back to the lodge, and the lodge gives it to somebody else. So the past, ma uh, actually, I think I don't know. One of those was actually made in like the early 1900s or the late 1800s or something. And that guy passed away, and so the lodge had it, and so the lodge gave it to David. So, and then, and then on the back is like everybody's name who's had it and died. And, you know, so it's a, it's a huge event, and it's just pull out all the stops. And, I mean, the acting grandmaster was there, and we do this beautiful ritual, and, yeah. That was really cool. What's an acting wow. grandmaster? When the grandmaster is out of state, and the, the deputy, deputy grandmaster. grandmaster. Yep. No, I just never heard that referred to as acting grand. I Makes sense, either. though. No, it's a real thing. <laughs> but the acting grandmaster is like this, just this really cool dude. So it was like, oh man, that's awesome to be part of him. Like, yeah. So, and then to quote Skoss, um, after Lodge, you guys call it after Lodge. Skoss calls it agape. We stayed there way too late. Holy crap. But it was nice seeing everybody. I mean, yeah, it was awesome. Hmm. Awesome. So yeah, so that's my story. It was really cool. Um, yeah, he got gifts for all his for his officer line, and the past master got gifts for all his his officer line that's now outgoing or getting moved up or whatever. And there was awards, bottles of scotch. I think it was scotch. Might have been bourbon. I don't know. Um, yeah, but it was it was really amazing. Stuff. It's awesome. I, mean, I am all out of things. I'm all out of things too. There, there <laughs> are no more things. Okay. Guess we're done here. Yep. Nope. No more things. Sounds I like just it. Checked. I looked. Things are all gone. <laughs> Bruce, congratulations on uh, managing to use the strength of your lungs to keep a CPU heat sink under control for the entire length of the show. Constantly for like half an hour. I keep feeling the area and it feels warm, <laughs> but like how do I know what what warm is too warm? It hasn't shut down yet, so Oh, that's deep, man. Hey, when do you guys have elections? December. Hmm. Elections. Did you just your head on the microphone? Nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really hate Don't tell me you hate your nose on the on the microphone. No, That's, that didn't happen. I mean, I'm not... I mean... No. Didn't happen there. I was no, watching. I've been watching her the whole time. Didn't happen. <laughs> Confused. All right. Uh, <laughs> guess we're... <laughs> that was a nice dodge there, Nick. Like, you almost... You were close. That was really close. <laughs> and then the last possible second, he backed off, and he was like, no. No, that, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I can't believe you would think such a thing. It's because I was thinking it. <laughs> that's terrible. We're all terrible. That's that's why we are, you know, entertainment pariahs. We do that much better than masoning. 
Mason. Oh, here's a. Eh, we can save it for next time. All right. Yeah, we gotta save something for next time because I just bankrupted the vault of moderately interesting things to converse about. But we didn't talk about how the state of Florida, uh, the Grand Lodge of Florida, with all the hurricane and how the Masons came together and people opened up their lodges and. Uh, no, no, we we, we didn't talk about we that. We talked about that two weeks ago. Like, at least that it was going to happen. That's. I mean, so that thing we talked about two weeks ago, it happened. Like, now that you're not dead, nobody nobody actually cares anymore. Like, if we're you were dead, we'd be like having this whole like nick memorial show and whatnot that's, that's kind of what i was counting on this show being yes that's so terrible we were, we were right gonna but the, think uh, of the ratings nick yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do like clips of you and like episodes and build like a, like a podcast collage and i'll talk about how much we miss nick and what a great guy he was but really it's just so you pay attention to us <laughs> yeah we were gonna do that. that like we had the plans laid out i had the script written we were going to have guests come on and talk about, he changed my life, episode yes. 149. You were counting on David Riley to show up and be like, that dumbass, I told him to get out of Florida. <laughs> oh, David Riley, oh, poor guy. So both him and my fiance, which is kind of weird, filled up all of their <gasps> Tupperwares separately. Like, not, like, they didn't know each other were doing it. Filled up their Tupperwares with water to the rim. And then put it in the freezer so you had blocks of ice after the electricity went out, which it inevitably did. But you don't have a way to break up the ice, and now all you have are these massive chunks of ice. And then so one of David's neighbors, like David was walking his dog, and his older neighbor was like, I wish I had some ice. And then so he became the ice guy, and he gave out all his ice to the older people in his neighborhood. Of course he did. Of yes. course he did. The older people who had ice picks and knew how to do such things. <laughs> that, that, that guy is too good for his own good. He's disgusting. So, all right. Disgusting is a little strong, but all right. He, he doesn't have a he's, bad he's, bone he's in his body. disgustingly good. He doesn't have a bad bone in his body. That's not normal. I mean, the, the, I thought like the Japanese beat all the bad bones out when they caught him on that whale boat. <laughs> Are you calling David Riley a whale? But no. Oh my god. Please end this show. I am offended. I don't even know. You're lucky nobody listens to this show. Right? You know he's been on the show. Like everybody. We are just talking to air. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't talk to him. Like I I mean I talk to him like freaking times a day. But see how he is, Harlan. You see how he is. But he survives one little hurricane. I know. And all of a sudden, he's Saint Nick. <laughs> oh, good God! I mean, I invite him to talk on three distinct knocks. He wonders why he never got a Excuse reoccurring you all, invite. I talked to David Riley. Like I you all he might know like who he is, but I talked to him. <laughs> I thought he had like a standing invitation to join. He does. he's been he's jumped on before. He jumped on that day you guys all crashed our show, which ended up saving the show. Coming on, he's way too good for this show. <laughs> There's that. We definitely don't want him to sully his reputation. Just being, being honest here. Oh, look at him helping out those poor people on After Lodge. That's so they sweet. Never be to get That's what out. it is. It's exactly the same as giving people the ice. That's <laughs> coming on this show is the same thing. Wow. Isn't he just the sweetest? God, pride. Okay, we're, we're done here. Uh, ow. I'm sorry, oh. Harlan. 
I asked you to end it ten minutes ago. This is what you get. I, I should have listened. I should have listened. We're we're all done here with episode one hundred seventy-eight on the After Lodge podcast. You can find this in any other episode at W. I don't know the rest. Nope. Nobody nope. listens. Wrong. You're getting right. better, Nick. You, wait, hold on, Bruce. Do you know it? Hey, 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 Nick. Hey, you know what? Hey, whoa. We're no, I it. don't. But but David Riley would know it. <laughs> of course, dude. he would probably rewrite it, and <laughs> we would win like an Emmy or something. Oh, speaking of which, you guys yes. know Bongo Zim yes. won an Emmy. I did know that. Yes. I forgot to bring that up. That was one of those things I was forgetting on the list. Thank you for reminding me. You keep posting that on uh, Facebook. So yeah, oh, same. I'm sorry. I have a friend that won an Emmy. Do you? Like, yes, I know because you posted it on Facebook <laughs> a dozen times. I've seen it every time. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm friends with this guy who won an Emmy. Why aren't you? Why do Congratulations you to Brother Godwin. Uh, after that show, I decided to watch Westworld because I'd never seen it. And then I continued to binge watch ten episodes of it. So <laughs> great show! It was fantastic. And those effects, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> well deserved, brother. Well deserved. All right, all right. Congratulations all right. again. And uh, yeah, you shouldn't do like the 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 quagmire or whatever uh, thing when you're talking about that show because you've ever seen it. There's there's like a lot of rape and. Bad things. Is, is, is it rape if they're robots, though? Yeah, that's what that was going to be my next question. No, it's not. <laughs> Nick, write that down. That's uh, next week's show topic is all about Westworld. Is it really rape? At what point do beings become conscious? We oh, need the goodness. entire listener base to watch the first season of Westworld. Jay, between. can you please end this show? Between well, you know, you interrupt I, me. I was between ending the, the show, show and then. You yeah. thought that you know you could you could do our ritual better than us. So uh-huh. yeah. let's, that's. Let's I mean, I'm a I'm a Boston Mason. Okay. Like yeah, yeah it's kind of. Feel like you're more way. of a Baltimore Mason. But How we'll, dare we'll, you say that? that one be, oh. so. Um, nice. my best friend is Baltimore Mason. I'm sorry. So you can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode. com. Find us on Facebook at After Lodge, where Nick, you know, does fun stuff for your entertainment. Because much like IRC, Bruce isn't there. You can. Wow. Entirely fair. I've made more than a couple Facebook posts. Yes, I. That was that was called projection, Bruce. But anyway. Uh, you can find us on IRC, irc.snoonet.org, town sign, Freemasonry. And uh, you can also find some really cool guys on uh, the Freenode IRC network in town sign Python, uh, since we picked up some listeners from there. And uh, yeah, you can find us on iTunes, on Google Play, and on every other podcast feed that I know about that we've got listed on. So leave some feedback, tell your friends about us. And uh, until next week, when uh, we are still not sure if Nick will still be with us, uh, see ya. Later.
Stay.